Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. Last night, you were just like glued to the TV. This is like one of your Super Bowls of shows. It is uh, because there's a lot of fun performances, but also I'm the music director here, so I need to know about any music news that happens. And I will say, no surprise, Taylor Swift swept the whole awards show, accepting Best Pop Song from NSYNC. I mean, they were back on stage. It was cool seeing them. They had like some socials of like them in an elevator and kind of teasing the fact that they would be coming out on stage. But I mean, yeah, a big pop moment for them. And just seeing Taylor Swift so excited about artists. Yeah, because I mean, they're pop icons and sync is and she's like the biggest pop star in the world right now but to see a big star like that still get starstruck it was cool um, and some other big moments was them celebrating 50 years of hip hop yeah. um, what was it Shakira won the video Vanguard um, so there was a ton of things that happened last night but my favorite was of course my favorite artist Nicki Minaj hosting the whole thing okay is there a tour do we know anything for Nicki yet coming up uh, she, I think she's hinted at it, but she's got a new album and she did a sneak preview of one of the songs from her new album coming out in November. So looking forward to just in time for Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's McCabe and Jenny with the all new afternoon mix. And you might be wondering why this is called Who's the Bobo Head? Because they wouldn't approve Who's the m- Who's the Bobo Head? And you know, my girlfriend who stayed with me last week. Well, not, not like your like, relationship not like, yeah, not like my, not my Yeah, not a relationship. A girl who is a friend uh-huh. Okay, who stayed at my place. We had a nice time, and I just found this like little post-it note this morning that was in uh, kind of my closet area. She like hit it or whatever, and it said, thanks for letting me stay. Great seeing you. P.S. Can you please clean up uh, your hair in the bathroom? Like, what hair? Like shade, like beard hair. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. I know this. Look, there's yeah. a lot. There's lots of different hairs, different forms of hair. She was specifically saying my beard hair because why, I did. Yeah. Why is that in your bathroom? Disgusting. Well, look. First off, I haven't seen my friend in a while, so I had to do a quick beard trim. You got to stay up on it. But when you <laughs> look, when you are, are, you don't have to shave your face. Like I shave my face. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> and when you do it with like an electric shaver, it's like right when it hits your hair, they shoot off everywhere. Like, in directions I never knew they could go. And, and one of the hardest areas to clean is right behind the faucet because you have like the little handles. And when hairs get back there, it is hard to clean. But I did my best for, before my friend came. Okay. Aaron, my husband, does the same thing. He'll shave his beard over the sink. And I'm like, why don't you take that into the shower or over a big trash can or something? Because I caught him one time. He had a bath towel over the sink. And he was shaving his beard hairs onto the bath towel and crumples it up after he's done and puts it in the hamper. So not only is his beard hair traveling from the sink to the hamper getting everywhere, but now it's all over my clothes and my laundry. It's traveling down the hallway. I was so mad. Okay, look, I'm going to give him a little tip on that because I've done that as well. Typically, you shave your face over the sink, but he needs to get like a trash bag and cut that up so you can make like a big blanket and then put that and then you got to put that in the sink. Oh so now so, we got to use the trash bag yes, for every some, shaving? Well, yeah. So I'm hopefully he shaves like once a week. I don't know how he keeps it up, but I mean, does do beards hairs gross you out? Yeah, I think they're disgusting. They look <laughs> like they're not beard hairs and they're all over. And when you've got guests hanging out, gross. But call us up. Do you think beard hairs are disgusting, especially when they're on your sink? Th- I do. It's my 23-year-old son, but I somehow taught him how to do it. He layers the whole sink with uh, paper towels, and then he shaves 
And when he's done, he just wraps it up and then throws it away. And I can't even tell that he shaved. Okay, that is smart. That's because impressive. My pet peeve is when these guys are doing it and like it's getting everywhere and then they don't clean up after themselves. I'm like, that's so disgusting. It's because usually we're in a rush. Like I'm trying to look good. I'm trying to shave. Then I got to get out the door. And again, those hairs are so small. Do you know how it is? how hard it is to wipe all of them down? Oh, well, yeah. I mean... Women shave too. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I see hairs in the in the shower. There's yeah, like but... big, big dark hairs. Look like a snake oh, is on the wall. You don't keep your toothbrush in the shower like you do on the sink that your beard hairs are hitting. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're gross. Yeah, it's in the cave. You're a bobo head. <laughs> <laughs> and I do my best to clean them up. I'm saying those fine little yeah. hairs. It's when they get behind the sink or something or on the sides, like places you don't even look. It's, it's not until someone visits, then they're like, "Is there beard hair in your bathroom?" <laughs> Terry texted in, oh my God, my husband used to flush them and they would stick to the side of the toilet bowl. <laughs> Bubble head. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to know what's on a toilet. <laughs> I'm like, where do you put your beard hairs? As long as you clean them up, I don't care where you do, but just, gosh, I can't believe Aaron like threw them in the hamper. I mean, that spreads on all of them, I, I guess. Know. But look, at the end of the day, it's cleaning everything. And look, it's your husband. What if you find one later and you're like, oh. Ew. Little, little piece of Aaron with me. Katie, are you grossed out by beard hairs in your sink? Yes. My husband, I, I'm just done with it. So for his birthday last year, I got him this thing, and it, it goes around his neck, and it's like this big blousey, like, blanket-type thing that has suction cups that suctions to the mirror. So he shaves <laughs> and it lands in this, like, big thing. And then it's, like, this weird material, and it just goes right into the garbage. Wait a second. So is it, like, an adult uh, bib that I have to wear <laughs> to shave my beard? Yeah, kind Kind of, but it's like this big giant thing that like, goes over the sink. Don't you think they should have to clean up their beard hairs after themselves? Absolutely. So then they take that and they put it in the garbage and then he's done. Look, I take I take some toilet paper, I wipe <laughs> around the sink, I dab no. it with some water, it gets most of the hairs. Did you hear yourself? You said most. It's disgusting. <laughs> McCabe, you are the boba head. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, help me out here. Do you shave in the bathroom? I do shave in the bathroom. I do shave over the sink. So a couple of tips, though. One, first, I remove anything near the sink to it. Jenny, you would appreciate, like, toothbrushes. Yeah. The bar of soap, because those hairs don't come out of the bar of soap. And then I clean up after myself. After every single time, like, you don't let two or three days go by? I mean, it's tiny little pieces of hair. Like, what harm is that really doing to you? It's doing a lot of harm. First of all, it's making me <laughs> gag every time I walk into that bathroom. And second of all, it does not look like hair coming off your face. It looks like a hair from another area of your body. <laughs> <laughs> McCabe, you're a bobblehead. Hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're asking, asking for, for a friend. friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's asking for a friend with McCabe and Jenny. Uh-oh, this one's going to hurt some feelings, but uh, someone texted, what's the dumbest show your partner watches? Dumbest show. Or in you your have case, to... McCabe, the dumbest that they watched when you did have a partner. That's right. When yeah. I did have a partner, uh, the dumbest show that I would have to either sit at home and watch, or if I came home and she was already watching, for me, it was, um, God, there's this Netflix show called You. <gasps> I love that show. Are you serious? Really? The the mystery one. It's with a, I don't know, a killer, yes, like a guy, he's a killer, killer and he's oh like in God. a library or something. How is that dumb? I, well, for one, she started like off with the season before I could get into it, so I'd come home and, and be watching it every night, but I don't know, it was one of those shows I never got into, and I'd have to get off work at like midnight at one point when I worked like nights, and I'd have to sit home and watch you. I was just, <laughs> it was just never one of those shows. I was like, yay, it's you time, woohoo. Okay, well, that's actually really good. Like I said, this is going to offend people. Yeah. Okay. Be honest. <laughs> 
Aaron. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Is uh, a kid at heart and so he'll get into a lot of <laughs> Disney Plus shows. And there was one that he was watching recently called Doogie Kamehaloha. <laughs> Doogie Kamehaloha. Yeah. This is on Disney Disney it's Plus. It's on Disney Plus. It's like supposed Never to be based inspired by this hit medical series Doogie Hauser MD. Oh yeah. Doogie it, it, it's a Doogie Hauser spinoff? How do I you, guess so? You know, you know what Doogie Hauser is, right? No. Okay, do you know who Neil Patrick Harris is? Yes. Okay, he's an actor, and before... And yes, I knew that. When he was like a young actor, he played this uh, medical student who then becomes a doctor, and he's like, I don't know, 12 or 13, but he's really smart, and so the premise is around him at a hospital, and you have this kid who's a doctor. That's exactly it, what happens in this Disney Plus one, except there's this young girl in Hawaii, and she's a doctor, and I'm like... What? No 14-year-old is going to be a doctor. The show is so dumb. It was a huge show. Oh, my gosh. Doogie Howser, MD. It's kind of like the late 90s, so you were maybe not... I don't know if you were born yet. <laughs> I was when, born 91. Thank you. Okay. So I know it was like early 90s. Maybe it was like the early 90s. But no, it's a great show with Neil Patrick Harris. If you haven't, I know you need to binge watch some shows. Maybe you two should watch that together, and then you can watch this new Hawaiian spinoff. No. I know he would come at me for the dumb shows I watch. Like, I know the Kardashians would come up, but <laughs> what is that dumb show that your partner watches you put up with? I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some really great shows out there, but when you have to sit and just, like, why are we watching this? Why does it have to be on here? Yeah, someone texted, I have to force myself to laugh at South Park with my boyfriend. Wow, come on. <laughs> South Park is still funny. I'll just laugh at the commercials. Oh, but the, the humor promos. is just like so dumb. It's like dumb humor. Yeah, I love dumb humor. Like that, that, but it's not, doesn't make it a dumb show. It makes it even more awesome. Hi, this is Christina. Hey, Christina. Okay, what is the dumbest show that your partner puts you through on a regular basis? <laughs> so actually, I'm that partner. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing to torture them? I torture him with. Uh, it's called Explore With Us. It's actually a YouTube show about like murder, real life stories and stuff like that. I feel like I would get into that. I love those type of murder mysteries. Highly recommend it. That's no wonder you like you. It's, it's <laughs> a know. murder show. Yeah. Is there anything your partner watches that you have to painfully put up with? Archer. <laughs> Just the name of that show. That's, I can the, that, tell. Is that, that's a cartoon one? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to pass on Archer. All right. I'll agree with you on that. But we have Franco. What is the dumbest show that your spouse makes you watch? 90 Day Fiance. Oh, oh no. no. McCabe loves that show. I secretly love that show because it gives me hope. <laughs> my wife, my wife is one of the smartest women I've ever met. 
Bashila is one of the dumbest programs that ever existed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Look, there's something that draws me in with these couples. You have like a person from Chicago falls in love with a person from Brazil, and then they like move. And you think The Bachelor is dumb, McKay? The Bachelor's dumb. Oh, 90 Day gosh. Fiance. I'm sorry. I will sit through that. I think The Bachelor, Bachelor is dumb, too. And she loves all these things. Man, that 90 Day Fiance is like, oh, God, I don't know if anybody can stand it. <laughs> like, I got my ex-girlfriend, and probably now why it's my ex, um, I got her a cameo of Big Ed. Oh, now, if you my know, gosh. If you know 90 Day Fiance, Big Ed, he's the guy in San Diego. He's kind of a shorter guy, you know, bigger, stockier guy. But that's how much we were into 90 Day Fiance. Well, on the text line, we've got Virgin River. Love I'll after. I'll pass on that one. I see that like on <laughs> really? Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not my interest. Love after lockup. Heck yeah. I love those shows. It's like sometimes it's uh, the jail ones. Like they go they get in, out of jail. They, they get go. out of jail, but then they find love after. I'm like, gosh, if every, everyone can do it, I can do it. And we got a text from Elio. He said, his wife would say the dumb show I watch is wrestling WWE. I totally agree with that. How? I think that that stuff is so made up and fake. And you think reality TV is fake? Oh my- that stuff right there. Because you know so what? scripted. If Dwayne Johnson was in here right now and you told him that, like, th- they still take hits. It's, I know. It's real. He would be making it rain right in front of me like, oh, yeah, well, this is what I got from <laughs> WWE. The Afternoon Mix. Deal breaker drama. Today, Alea, she's actually pretty direct. <laughs> a deal breaker for me is when they don't have a savings account. Ooh. So just getting right to it. If, if you don't have a savings account, I don't know when that would come up on the date. Um, when you ask about like, I don't think finances. it would be on a date. It'd probably be when you're in a relationship and you start like figuring out. Oh, they spend a lot. I wonder if they've got a savings type of deal. And I didn't have like a huge savings when I met Aaron, uh, and vice versa. But I, I don't think it's a deal breaker that they don't have a savings account. I think it's a deal breaker if they've got a lot of debt because they can't control their finances. Well, I was gonna say if it comes into it, and if they're if you're in a relationship, because I've been in a relationship before where um like your partner they want want to live a certain like lifestyle and and again it's not super extravagant but it does add up if you have if you're dating someone right now and you're thinking about them and they're going out to dinner tonight with girlfriends or boyfriends and then tomorrow night maybe they're doing a movie night and then what is it already gonna be friday then friday night they're going out then they're doing a sunday brunch and then monday if bills come around and they're like hey can you spot me it's like you just went out to like four different things <laughs> and it's not like it's it's like cheap little um you know things that you're going to it's like big tabs when you get out and you're splitting all that stuff it gets expensive so i think you know, I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker if they didn't have a savings account, but then if it comes to how they're spending and then actually, you know, bringing to the table, that's where it could get, you know, iffy in the relationship. Well, I do think when you get married, it's important to form a savings account because that's a little different. Like now you've all of a sudden got all of these or, or not even married, but when you live together and you have shared finances, then it's probably important because if something goes wrong and they can't come up with money on their end, then it stinks because then you're the one that has to take care of it all. Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're having a joint account, which I'm not going to do, I do not want that. I think that's like a bad idea for some reason. I don't know. I just, for me, that's like a bad idea to have a joint account. Um, but, uh, you'd have to put in like the same thing. If you are, if I ever did have a joint account, let's just keep it super small. If I'm like, all right, every month we put in $15, then we both have to put in $15. Well, what do you think about Alea's deal breaker? Is that too much for her to expect that they have a savings account or do you think 
that is totally normal. I kind of like this topic like, because saving finances, especially when you're dating somebody, that's something that can be learned. That's something that has to like mash. You have to learn how to meld and mix those financial habits together and develop them as you go. Okay, well, let me get your take on this. When you try and help someone with their spending, sometimes you get the response that you're controlling. How are your feelings yeah, I mean, on look, that? Yes, I mean, it can become you're controlling the finances. Like now you're telling me what I can and can't purchase. I think you need to, to find common ground with that. You know, obviously you don't want to go in a gun to place and being like, you spend too much. You need to start saving. You're going to ruin our lives. That would be a little heavy. But, you know, if you come in and just be like, you know, we got to start planning for, you know, down the road, the future, emergencies, stuff like that. And that's what you have a credit card for. Just buy whatever you want. I mean, it'll get paid off later. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, that's kind of the opposite. And I, I know for sure, just when you start out in a relationship, you don't want to be constantly hearing like, why are you spending that for? What are you spending on that for? Do you need those new shoes? Do you need that new jacket? Uh, Maybe not right off the bat, but before you get engaged or married, that's definitely a discussion you want to figure out is what they're finding, because that causes a lot of arguments um, when you're in a relationship, is, or I guess when you're married, too. Well, yeah, I'm just look, I'll make sure whoever I get married to, like, finances are good for them. I'll just, you know, keep you're living. You're just going to live off of their <laughs> no, I'm money. I'm just going to live life, you know? And What do you think, Preston? So I don't know if not having a savings account for me would be a deal breaker. I, I think that would just be a, a segue into other things. I have my own personal savings account and then we actually uh me and my partner have a joint savings account for emergency funds and i think when you're in a serious relationship having an emergency fund is good i mean there were a couple of times i had to go to vegas because it was an emergency oh and had yeah to dip into that big emergency high you need to play that blackjack <laughs> alea said she is not into someone who doesn't have a savings account so they're probably not going to be into you mccabe <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but what are your thoughts on that talia um I mean, I don't really have a whole big of a problem with it, to be honest, because I don't really have a savings account. I mean, I have one. It just has $25 and one set in it. <laughs> I mean, look, you can still get a couple 99-cent burgers, hang out for the night, and then you know what? You can start the savings together. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's a deal breaker. You're like the first who's called us and admitted that it's a deal breaker. Yeah, so that's a very serious thing for you. If you're in a relationship and eventually you find out there's no savings account because they just like to spend, that's a deal breaker. Exactly. I have a checking and a savings in one bank and in a completely separate bank is another checking account that only my name is on and that's the secret kitty account. See, I have like a little tin that's under my sink. (laughs) That's where mine goes. (laughs) And it's got pennies and nickels in it. All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also, get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on at 2?